0: Is that right? Amen. So, the first wrestler coming in from the WWF, he's about 5'8 and a half with stacks on him. Weighing in at about somewhere in the 200. Oh, he's a reigning champion on the east side of Joliet. A ex-basketball star. Oh, he's
1: I gotta tell y'all, I'm a little excited, I'm anxious, I'm nervous, I'm all of the above. You ever had your body where you just all the emotions fighting? That's where I'm at right now. But, uh Apostle said something that was very important because last Sunday, I was minding my business downstairs and he came downstairs and said, E, you preach. preaching. I'm thinking to myself, Man, I ain't know, now I'm in school, I'm doing exams, I'm writing papers and PowerPoints. He told me, just do one of your PowerPoint slides.
2: <laughs> this is right here. But what, the point I'm making is
1: that as much as I want a career and be successful in a career, I want to be more successful in the kingdom of God. So Amen. when I'm called, I'm going to answer. So I'm going to um, thank Pastor Apostle for allowing me to get up here today. Let me get my phone out so I can make sure I'm on time. I set the timer. I might go over, but... Uh, and work it out. Um, today, um, my beautiful wife, Minister Dorney, you got your mic wrong? Does she have a mic? Yes, I do, baby. Okay, all right. All right. See, baby. I got you, baby. All you right, right, all right. That's what I'm talking about. I, want, uh, I also want to thank the, uh, the men yesterday. What, what we did yesterday with the financial planning, that was a confirmation of his word today because. It taught us how to get prepared for the future and get a double portion in our life. And today I'm going to be speaking on double portion and how we can get a double portion. Because whether you believe it or not, you're closer than you think. We, You are closer than you think. I know that's right. We got, we're we going to go into the, the, the book of 2 Kings chapter 2. But before we go there, I'm going to give you a little background. There was a prophet named Elijah. Elijah with a J and a student named Elijah with an S. Mm-hmm. Now Elijah followed Elijah everywhere he went. And before Elijah ascended into heaven, he just swooped up only one or two men that ever never tasted death. He said to Elijah, his student, what is it that I can give you before I go? And Elijah said, I want a double portion. I want double what you got. Because what Elijah realized that Elijah walked in an environment where there was constantly miracles happening Mm -hmm. and when you find somebody like that like it's not just one time it was several times matter of fact in the bible it says that he 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 had 16 elijah uh, had 16 (coughs) miracles and in the life of elijah he had 31. well that's not a double portion but if you go back a little further in 2 Kings, you'll see that one day there were some robbers trying to rob a man, or rob a couple of men, and the men took off running. And one of the men died while he was getting away from the robbers. So his fellas threw him in a cave. He did not know that this cave had the bones of Elijah. So when this man's body touched Elijah's bones, he came back to life. So what I'm telling you today is that what you thought was dead, God can still bring it back to life. So when you thought that that job that you dreamed of had never happened, I'm telling you, God can make it happen. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So today we're going to go to 2 Kings. Um, and I want to just give you a, guys a couple of steps on how we can get a double portion ourselves. Amen. Because a lot of times we do things and we fail and, and before we succeed, today you don't have to do that because God has it right here. He got the blueprint right here. All in right. 2 Kings chapter 2, verses uh, one through nine, I'm gonna do it. But the first thing Elijah did was he followed Elijah. On, you have to be a willing follower to be able to get a double portion. You cannot get a double portion if you're not willing to sacrifice. Yes, no. It just does not happen that way. Me and my wife are reading a book called Not a Follower, Not a Fan, right baby, Not a Fan. Yes. And in this book, it's talking about the difference between a fan of Jesus and a follower of Jesus. Because sometimes you have those people that you're a fan when things going good. Yes. But then you a follower when everything going bad and You. Still Still following Jesus. Yeah. Matter of fact, in the Bible, um, Mr. Dory, can you read what Jesus said in, in Luke?
3: I will be reading for your hearing. Luke 14, verses 25 to 27. Now, great clouds accompanied him, and he turned and said to them, "If anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple."
1: Whoever does not bear his own cross, I'm sorry, whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Wow, wow. I don't know if I turned this off or not. It's on, okay. So that's a powerful statement. What that's saying to you is that the first step that you have to take to get to a double portion is you have to be willing to drop everything. He said everything. He said, you have to hate these people. Now, I don't think he literally meant hate them, but he's saying, you need to be able to, if I call, I should be the first one that you come running to. Yeah. That's, that's basically what I got out of that. Yeah. Yes. So, so Minister um, Norris, will you read second chapter, uh, the first verse in uh, second Kings chapter 2 Kings 2?
3: And it came to pass when the Lord would take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind, and that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal.
1: Okay, okay. Can everybody say Gilgal? Gilgal. 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 In order to get a a double portion, this is the second step in your double portion. You have to have a Gilgal in your life. Gilgal, you have to go back. The the way the Bible is is that when you find words in the Bible, you find where they first originated from, you can find the, the answer that God is trying to get you to understand. So when you go back to Gilgal, which is a place of refreshing, your second step in getting a double portion is that you have to refresh yourself. In the Bible, it talks about Joshua in um, chapter five and nine. He, he uh, they had made over to, to the promised land and they set up a, a, a headquarters for, for, the, for the, the battle. The army would come to this place and they would go out and fight. And then when they got done fighting, they would come back to this particular place and they would refresh themselves. For the next battle, and then the next battle, and the next battle. Every time they had a battle, they came back to this place. So you have to get a place in your life where you have a refreshing. And we have it today. That's why I said you're closer than you think. Amen. Because every Sunday you get up and you come here. <coughs> this, this is your refreshing. This is your gill gal. This is your gill gal right here. So that's why it's important that no matter what you're going through throughout the week, you get your butt out of bed and you come on over here.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is this is it. This, this is your yeah. Gilgal. We, we not
1: over there, we're here today. Come on. So, yeah. But let me let me break it down a little more. Um, Gloria, can you read uh, um Joshua five and nine for us, please?
3: And the Lord said unto Joshua, This day have I rolled away the reproach of Egypt from all of you. Wherefore the name of the place is called Gilgal unto this day.
1: Wow. And what that's, that's a powerful statement, because he said, I have rolled back the reproach of the Egyptians. He's telling you right there, we gotta let yesterday go. Mm-hmm. We, we cannot get to the double portion if we holding on to yesterday. We, if, you can't go into 2019, think about 2018, it just don't yes. happen. You, you have to get to a point where you say, uh, Apostle Paul said it best, I die daily. Well if I die daily, then why am I bringing yesterday into today? Oh, wow. I, you just cannot do it. Amen. It, it doesn't work. Amen. So that's that's another step. I'm, I'm trying to help y'all get this understanding of you closer than you think. Say you're closer than you think. I'm you closer than you I think. You closer than you think. Trust me when I tell you this. Pastor I'm trying to set that in the atmosphere. You, you good. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right, let's, let's get to the next step, because it's five steps all together. We're on, we on the third step. So out of the first two. You follow, and you refresh. Yeah. Number three. Uh, Minister Dorian, can
3: you read that? Uh, Second Kings. Yeah, and Elijah said unto Elisha, Terry here, I pray thee, for the Lord hath sent me to Bethel. And Elisha said unto him, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. So they went down to Bethel.
1: So what does Bethel represent here? Bethel in this place, this is the, remember the first place you hear about this city is talking about a place of crying out to God. You have to have a relationship with God in order to get a double portion.
2: Yeah.
1: That's just common sense, right? I mean, I cannot ask God to give me a double portion. I talk to him once a week. Come on, we, we, we gotta talk to him. Cause like, like when you're at a park with your daughter or your son and they're all the way down the street, but they cry out, that mama knows that they baby the voice. Right? Amen. That's that's how Jesus is supposed to know your voice.
2: He should be able to
1: hear you. He's supposed to spend enough time with you to where you understand his voice and he understands your voice. Yeah. At the end of the day, if you don't have that relationship, you don't have your double portion. But guess what? We are all here today, so we have a relationship with them. Uh-huh. You're closer than you think. Amen. Say that. Say that. You're closer. Closer you closer. I want you to get you closer than you think. You, you really are. There's a lot of people out here, these baby saints, y'all baby saints out here, you you, you come in here, you, you're down and out. you closer than you think. You made a first step just by coming today. You're closer than you think. Amen. Amen. Than you think. Amen. Amen. Mr. Dorian, can you read for me uh, the next scripture on that? Oh, this is uh, in Genesis.
3: Genesis 12 and 8. And he removed from thence unto a mountain on the east of Bethel and pitched his tent, having Bethel on the west and high on the east. And there he builded an altar unto the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord.
1: Yes. I see, that was Abram. That was Abram way back in Genesis is where Bethel was first mentioned. And all throughout the book of Genesis, you will hear the city named Bethel because Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob came back to this place to cry out to the Lord. Amen. So that's that's important. That's a, that, that's a family that understands communicating with God. We are family. We hold each other accountable to be in communication with God. That's why Apostle Jonas has a prayer call. He understands the importance of a relationship with God. He wants us to understand that. So he has a prayer call every week. Sometimes you do it 30 days, sometimes more than that. But that's the whole web that's where we at. So we closer than we think. We closer than we think. I'm gonna get y'all to get, get that one minute. Y'all gonna get it. You're gonna get it. If you don't today, you're gonna get it soon. You're gonna understand it though. At yeah. some point, if you're hungry for the double portion. Now if you're not know getting that's on, that's on you. I want a double portion. Amen. I want a double portion. Amen.
2: Man.
1: Yeah. Mr. Doane, can you a. Uh, Go to, uh 2 Kings. So.
3: And Elijah said unto him, Elisha, Terry, here, I pray thee, for the Lord has sent me to Jericho. And he said, as the Lord liveth and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. So they came to Jericho.
1: Wow. Now, Jericho is interesting <laughs> because we know the chapter 6 and 7 of Joshua speaks about them, them taking over Jer- Jericho. And they didn't know what they were going to do, how they were going to do it because there's a big old wall there. Mm -hmm. And God gave Joshua instructions. He said, go around the city once for six days straight. On the seventh day, go around seven times, Load the trumpet, scream, and the wall is going to come down. That's what happened. He also gave them instructions that when you go in there, kill everything, destroy everything. Don't Mm -hmm. keep nothing except the money. Put that in my treasure. Mm -hmm. But you got one knucklehead Mm -hmm. in every corner. And this guy Aiken, he 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 went in and he saw some red bottles, so he grabbed them, and said well, my wife ain't seen in a while, so let me take these home and maybe go half on the baby. So, so, so she she mad, I've been gone a long time. So he took them red bottles and he he walked past. But here's what got me. He walked past the blessing. He walked past the miracle that God did by the wall Uh to go stash his shoes.
4: How did you do that?
1: You (laughs) walked right past the miracle that God Uh has shown you Uh to go do something
2: disobedient. Uh Ah. Wow.
1: Wow. And you know what? The sad part about it is, is that we do it too. Yeah. 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 Some of us going to leave here today and go get in a blessing car that God gave us to do something wrong. He blessed you with a car, but you're going to get in there and do something wrong. I ain't judging you. I'm just telling you that it's not an easy thing, but you're still closer than you think. You are closer than you think. Uh, my last point, my last point. Mr. Dorn, can you read that? The last point,
3: second Kings. And Elijah said unto him, Terry, I pray thee here, for the Lord has sent me to Jordan. And he said, As the Lord liveth, and as the soul liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. And they, too, went on.
1: Yeah. Jordan. First mentioned in the Bible, this was a place where Abram and Lot separated. Mm-hmm. Mm, come on. That's good. That's family. Yes. <laughs> but... There comes a point where we got to separate ourselves from people. That's just the truth. That's just the truth. And it might be some of your kinfolk.
2: Because we're so
1: busy listening to everybody in our ear Uh that we don't have time to understand that God is calling you to do something totally different than what this person wants you to do. Yeah. Yeah, I like to... Do this, and I like to do that, and the enemy know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he bring your best friend by and say, "Hey, bro, let's go to the strip club and make it rain." Let's <laughs> 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 make it rain. But you know, but if I want a double portion, if I want that double portion, I have to be able to separate myself from certain people. And, and uh, and all you, all you baby saints, uh, if you're not a baby saint. Don't listen right now. It's just for
2: them.
1: <laughs> if you master the first four, oh. mm-hmm. Jordan won't be no problem. All right. on because on. you will be so filled with God that you'll know when you're not supposed to be around oh, no. You'll know when the gossip comes that you spoke oh, to me. Yeah. You'll know when the enemy comes. You'll be like, I see y'all there. Like, I got, yeah. like, I got I I, I just want y'all to understand there's some steps to this thing called a double portion. Elijah did not get it by just staying at home. He followed. He got refreshed. He communicated. He obeyed. And he separated himself. So take this message today. Chew on it. Sleep on it. I'm telling you. I'm going to I'm going to and I'm praying that God gonna eventually show me my double portion, yeah. Yeah. because this church is destined for it. Amen. Yeah. It, it's got the, it's got all the features that you need to get the double yeah. portion. Yeah. You gotta be hungry for it. Yeah. You know? I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Y'all, come on, give it up for Minister Eric Pruitt. Amen. amen. Awesome word. Amen. Yes. Amen. 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 I'm telling you, God always comes through. Amen. Yes. They did a tax and his wife. Amen. Just support. Amen. Amen. They had to work all that out all week, so they spent some extra time together this week. I'm trying to help you in your marriage ministry, amen? I'm trying to help you in your marriage ministry. That's extra time that they had to spend, amen? Baby, this is what I want you to do right here. Baby, I want you to be right here. Baby, put the highlight like this so you can have to see. That's, what, that's teamwork, amen? I'm trying to help y'all get to the next level. Make your love life better, amen? You have to be all angry with your spouse all day, amen? You're going to kiss us some sugar every now and then. Listen, y'all, we got to introduce our next WWF tag team member coming to the stage. I know y'all really, I know y'all thought I was going, to you know, he wasn't going to get no introduction. He was just going to come up, but I know I didn't want him to feel bad, you know, because, you know, sometimes, you know, he feel like he might get left out. Coming to the stage. This man is at about six feet tall. Also weighing in the low 200s. overcome so many
4: tell you. Michael Buffer, you don't have anything coming, I tell you. Yeah, I'll praise the Lord. God is good. I first, um, I don't have a hat on, but i take my hat off to Minister Eric. I tell you, that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. Thanks, Lord. God the Lord to continue on um, working in you and through you. I tell you, I touch and agree with him that as a, even myself, as I come to minister the word, I thank God for not being comfortable. Amen. Yes. Because you come and you have a little nervousness, a little movement. It's all well. Because one thing you don't want to do, as I ministered before, you don't want to get comfortable with God's word. Right. Like you have it all together. I know how it's going to flow. I know how to do this. And then that's when I love. But God, but God, Then he come with a, with a shift and a change. So praise God. You know what though, um, praise the Lord. I do have a song that I would like to uh, release. No, I, I, don't I don't sing. I sing in the shower. Yeah. But listen to this. This is um, my testimony. A little bit of what, how God is moving. It's good to rejoice.
1: And I know for some of us, it's really hard to rejoice right now. I know it's hard. Life is beating us down, but God is gonna make all your dreams come true, and he's gonna wipe all your tears away. (laughs) Listen. For the past three years or so, life's been difficult. Mm, Come on now. I put my dreams on the shelf. Come on now. And I'm really sad. But I keep it to myself.
2: this mm-hmm. bad; kind of they call it a recession. Mm-hmm.
4: I'm
1: just trying to keep my head up and stop from stress. Oh my god. But when I get down on my knees yeah, my to pray, I can still hear the small voice of Jesus say. You're
2: crying. Hmm.
4: trust God. Yeah. Trust his word. Yes, no, trust that he will perform that which he have given unto you, which is the word of God. He stands on the word. Uh, you know what? Turn to 2 Corinthians 13. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians 13. I'm reading out of the message. I'm going to let this flow. Hallelujah. I'm reading out of the message. And let me give you a little backdrop of this here word. That this is Apostle Paul. Yeah. He is speaking right now, even in prison, to the people of Corinth, showing them that showing them that he's trying to organize the church, the church to put them in divine order, to put them in wheel to follow God and not following every wind and doctrine that tries to come. So he's really, but the thing about it is, I love it. He's giving the word right. He's in prison, and the thing about it is, he is sending out those who are serving him to send the word there to encourage them. But how you know that the enemy always trying to rise up? Yes. He done showed them, and this right here, I'm gonna is he, this is the third time that he comes. How is it that God can have the word to be in the third time, but it's in the second Corinthians? Oh. Wow. Yes. Because at the first time in the beginning that God sent the word, that Apostle Paul, Paul sent the word to him, he already organized the church. But now here he comes with the first word. Then he comes with the second word. Now he comes with the third time to speak to him. Think about this. When you were young, when your mama said, I'm not going to tell you again. And you know when you say, I'm not going to tell you again. You know that was time. You know what? I got to listen. But why he going to come three times? Evidently they don't have it right. But that's okay. Because God's grace is sufficient. But I love how Apostle Paul, even though, he thought he had everything together in the book of Acts. Yeah. He sit there and went and got all the doctrine that he need from the kings and the priests as he go and persecute the church. But then there is an encounter with God.
2: What yeah. to start of all his path. What you say. And that's the
4: same thing. You have to think about this. You are in the house of the Lord, yeah. that you have an encounter with God. Yeah. That you're not, not going to leave the same way that you come in. But you have to believe
2: this. You got to
4: trust this. But then the thing about it is sometimes, like we're going to have a prophetic night, you got to come in with a high expectation that God is going to arrest you in the name of Jesus. He's going to arrest you that you're
0: not going to have the same thing. Hallelujah.
4: Hallelujah. So then, check check this out. In the book of Acts, when apostle Paul, when he was Mm Saul, he was on his high horse. And he had a whole bunch of friends around him. He had a whole bunch of surrounding him as he was going for yeah. But God shined only on him. Yeah. Yeah. And all the rest of them looking, what is going on here? Yeah. What is going on? But see, there was a change coming forth. Yes. You just can't keep on sinning against God's people. And okay. we just can't keep on sinning and thinking everything going to be well. Because see, the thing about it is once you go and say that sin, oh, oh, okay. oh, here we go. We get a little roused up. We get a little frustrated. But sin can be a number of things. That's right.
1: That's right. Anything that
4: you come against God's will sin. That's right. is sin. Gluttony is sin. Cause you know we be at golden corral and we get full and we sit back. I'm not gonna get nothing else. But then next thing you know, you know what? I'm gonna go get that ice cream and a little apple
0: pie.
4: Raise your hand if you like me. Praise the Lord. Come on now. Come on now. But I'm going to start on in this word. I want to give you a a backdrop of how Apostle Paul get to the place that God can use him to minister to a church. In other words, he started off not even, he coming against the church. Now he coming to a point of building a church. That's nothing but God.
2: Because
4: you know the thing about it is we all have a starting point. That we all was in that, that that mind of seeing for real. But now we're in a place of a transitioning. As we were being taught. As a transition to your triumph. The thing about it is. You're in your transitioning to come closer. With a relationship with God. And you have to say you know what. I am going to get there. And you, you know what. Before you leave here in your own spirit. And say I will. I will. I will, I will get closer to God. And listen when we start in verse 1. It says. Here you go, Apostle Paul. He said, well, this is my third visit coming up. He's not even on his, he he, he he on his way. He said, remember the scripture that I say, a matter becoming clear after two or three witnesses give evidence. See, Apostle Paul, no. Mm-hmm. See, when he was on the road of Damascus by himself, he was by himself. Come on. But see, God allowed the other people don't know what the anointing that fell down upon him, but they was in a mate. But see, at the same time, Pastor Paul said, when he sent the servants out to go and give them the word in the church of Corinth, he want them to have the witnesses. Because he don't want one person or one to say, you know what, I did this and I did that. And no, no, it's two or three are gathered in his name. He's in the midst. That's why he want the witness. And that's the same thing with us, that we're coming to Christ and we are all witnesses to one another on how God is moving in your life. You know, you, you got your brothers and sisters sitting next to you. They see you come in one way. Yeah. But get a time that you will change and go another way. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Just like, says, you just can't keep on doing one thing as you continue one thing, one thing, one thing, one thing. One thing. What God coming in there? Yeah. Oh, what God coming in there? Yeah. Come on. All right, and then let's, here we go. He said, On my second visit, I warned that bunch. See, you always got that crew. You got that crew. He said, I want that bunch that keep on sinning over and over in the same old ways that when I came back, I wouldn't go easy on them. See, Apostle Paul is getting a little bit upset now. He said, now, preparing for the third. I am saying it again from a distance. If you haven't changed your ways by the time I get there, look out. I Look out
0: That's
4: the word. Look out See if you haven't changed your way Think about this You have been coming to church I'm going to give it a little time Five years If you haven't changed your way by now Look out Come on See that's when you have to come to a point Of examining yourself See I ain't talking about Nobody else examining you Because they can get the wrong idea Because you know what? They don't know what you have been doing that whole week. They don't know what you have been doing that whole month. They don't know what you're going through until you open your mouth. Because you know what? Give a little testimony. I'm going to tell you this. It was was my birthday. And I had went to work. And here, you know, with my mother, I was in a a little frenzy in my spirit. And I always, I'm going to tell you the truth. I said, God, how can you... Serve you, say you serve you, but live another life. How do you do that? So God had to show me. Because here I am, going to, going to, going to work. Here my spirit is happy. And everybody in there smiling, happy birthday, Glenn. happy birthday, Glenn. happy birthday. And my spirit wasn't even feeling it. So then God said, see. Because then I was smiling when they say happy birthday, hey, happy birthday. But my spirit wasn't feeling it. My spirit wasn't feeling, I'm down because my mother's ill. But at the same time, God showed me. But see, that's why that song, no matter what you're going through, don't stop the voice of God speaking to you. Yeah. You may have trial and tribulation coming your way, but hear the voice of God that he will direct your path that he will keep you on the path of righteousness for his name's sake. You have to believe and trust in God that he will not deter you. He will not allow anything to come. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every rising and tongue shall be silent. But you have to hear the voice of God. You have to hear the voice of God. Even if you're on your knees. You have to say, I'm going to hear your voice, God. No matter what I endure, no matter what I let me
1: hear your
2: voice.
1: Yeah.
4: Speak to me, Lord. Speak to me. Speak to me. Praise God. Let Him speak to you. Then He say, "You who have been demanding proof that Christ speak through me, will get more than you bargain for. You get the full force of Christ. Don't think you won't. They, 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 they check this out." In the beginning, when Apostle Paul was speaking to the church of Corinth, they was trusting them. him. Then here come the second time. They trying to get theirs together. But like I said in that verse before, that bunch, that bunch was speaking to everybody else, trying to tell them, no, don't believe him. No, don't trust him. No, he ain't gonna do this. He trying to get our money. He trying to do this, because all they was thinking about was what they have. That's all what it was about. was trying to get their money. That's what they was thinking. But Apostle Paul was speaking to the church to build them up spiritually. Build them up spiritually. Because you know how the Christian life is. I always think the pastor is trying to get our money. He's trying to drive in a big old car. But don't worry about that. Worry about God. See, that's the enemy coming in. That's the enemy to come in. You worried about that money, and that money is not even yours. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: that money is not even yours. He gave. He said, "I give you power to get wealth." That's what the word say. I give you power to get wealth. Come on. He give you strength to get up. He give you strength to walk. He give you strength to go there and do those forty hours, and you think that's all your money? You better tell God. Come on now. At the word say you this day, who you going to serve? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And you know I love you all. You know I love you all. So in the name of Jesus. So here we go. He said, he was sheer weakness and humiliated when he was killed on the cross. But oh, he lives now. See, that's what we have to understand. We have to trust that God lives in us. Can you imagine that here it is in the word that they were sitting up there when Jesus came in on the donkey. Hosanna! Hosanna! They, he coming in. They worshiping him. They praising him. And 24 hours later, crucified. See? Can you see that? 24 hours. Me and the Apostle was talking. 24 hours. You don't know what you may encounter in 24 hours. That's why when I pray. I said, God, you give me grace while I know not what I may encounter. But God, I pray that you be with me, that you cover me, that you give me grace that I may press on through whatever may come my way. I need more of your grace more today than I did yesterday. Because you don't know what you're going to
2: encounter.
4: But you have to trust God. How can you pray if you don't trust? How can you go forth if you don't want to believe? Trust God. That's all the word is saying. We have to get to a place that we only believe. And trust God. I'm moving right along. I'm, going, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be here long. I'm not going to be here long. But praise the Lord. And then it says here. He said, and he lives now. In the mighty power of God, we were much to look at even when we were humiliated among you, but when we deal with you this next time, we will be alive in Christ strengthened by God. See that? Because see, the thing about it is that the Church of Corinth, the Church of Corinth, they had a lot of different kinds of sins that they was dealing with. The majority of the sin, if you read about it, it was a sexual immorality.
2: Yeah.
4: They had that sin of debauchery. Yeah. They had that other sin that you know just they, they just don't want to give it up. Yeah. And the thing about it is, and I looked up debauchery. And that's called an excessive indulging in sinful pleasure. No. Excessive indulging in sinful pleasure. But as we go down, I'm, i know I'm on a time schedule, so I got to I got to speed it up. I got I got a little bit more, and that's it. So I'm going to verse five through nine. It says, here we go. Test yourself to make sure you are solid in your faith. Yes. See that? That's where you need to be right there. Yes. Know that God is right with you, but you have to test your own faith. Yes. Yes. You have to test your own faith. Yes. Praise God. Yes. Whatever you're going through, whatever you may encounter, test your own faith. You know how you test your faith? By you praying. praying. By you praying. Yes. By you standing the course. By you keeping on the path. Yes, you're going to get shaken. Yes, the wind going to come blow you. Yes, you may go right. Yes, you may go left. But you know what? I know the path. And the path is straight. It may be narrow, but it's straight. And the reason why the path is narrow and straight, because you need to walk down it by yourself. But you in God. You in the Holy Spirit. You in his glory. That's what you walk in. You walking in and believing And trust Him. as you continue on walking, you pray. In the name of Jesus, I know you be for me, Father God. Who going to be against me? I know, Father God, that I may, he said, Many are the affliction of the righteous, but the Lord delivered them out of them all. Psalm 34, 19. Believe it. And he said, Psalms, he said, Psalm 91, 1 and 2. He said, You know what? He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. But I love verse 2. He said, I will say to the Lord, You are my fortress, you are my refuge. And you that I trust huh, I'm going to trust you all the way for. Ah, yeah. Lord. Yeah. Praise the Lord Praise the Lord. And it said right here in the verse It said, don't drift alone taking everything for granted
2: yeah.
4: Give yourself a regular huh, yeah. Checkup yeah. yeah. And you know you're supposed to get a physical every year
2: <laughs>
4: You get a physical every year You're supposed to But you know how us men, now I don't need to go to the doctor. No, I don't need to do this. But oh, I got an ache. Oh, I don't know what that is. And then we rest on it. Then it becomes a mustard seed. Then it grows into a grape. Then it grows into a grapefruit. Now I want to go to the doctor. See, see. If you were to trust God, that's what he's trying to do. He just wants you to trust him. Walk by faith and not by sight. That's all he wants you to do is trust him. And let's, let's, let's speed on through. He said, you need first-hand evidence, yes. not mercy hearsay, mm-hmm. mere hearsay, mm-hmm. that Jesus Christ is in you. Yes. See? That checkup, when you would know, you don't need no hearsay somebody to come and tell you, Christ is in you. Yeah, that's right. not, you need to know that yourself. You need to know that. So then you can just dribble that and say you know what, Christ is in you. Yeah, Christ is in you. Because otherwise somebody that's coming to tell you all
0: the time.
4: But you don't know. You need to, you need to have your confidence in who you are. In Christ Jesus. Yes. Say I'm in Christ Jesus. I'm in Christ Jesus. Yes, I will. yes, I will. Believe. Believe. Trust. Trust. I'm, in I'm in Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's turn over to uh, Romans 6, real quick. Romans 6, I'm in the message. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Romans 6, I'm starting at verse 1. This is a correlation together. So what do we do? See, sometimes you gotta come to a point of asking yourself a question too. Now you don't got your checkup. Now you don't sit there and you're doing a regular checkup of yourself. So now what do we do, Pastor Clay? Yes. So I done did all the checkup. I done did all I supposed to do. Now what do I supposed to do? Keep on sinning so God can keep on forgiving? Or should I hope not? If we left the country where we sin is sovereign. How can we still live in our old house there or didn't we realize we packed up and left there for good? That is what happened in baptism. Think about this. We all done had a time that we done moved from one house to another. You done packed up all your furniture and you done moved over to this other house. Now that house there is empty and clean. Now you mean to tell me you in this house, you're gonna go back over here? In this old house and keep on doing that's a new, that's a new beginning over here. So you can't keep on doing the same thing you did here and bring it over here. Because you know, sometimes we do run, but we can't hide. Sometimes we do go to another country, but we didn't close this door on this side. Because we think sometimes, you know, I have a little bad credit over here. Now I'm going to go down here in Vegas. And, you know, it ain't gonna, it's going to follow you. You have to close the door over here so you can go on. Close the doors so God can move. Because you know what? I will. I will trust the Lord. And I'm about to close. I'm about to close. I'm about to close. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Where do I want to go now? Okay. He said, that is what happened in baptism. When we went under the water, we left the old country of sin behind. When we came up out of the water, we entered into a new country of grace, a new life, in a new land. See
2: that?
4: New land. New life. See? That old way. That old mindset. You have to throw that away. You can't get angry about everything. You can't get frustrated about everything. But it's going to come. But it's how you react to it. That's the key. That's the key. You think about it. We all have trials and tribulations. But the thing about it is, it's the outcome. It's the outcome. And I love God. There's no high God. There's no low God. And you think about this, we all in here together, and we have it in common that we all have seen. Yeah. See, there's no big eyes or little use in God. Yeah. See that, we're all here, yeah. we all here. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is what makes us different is how we react when we have the trial and tribulations. Yeah. Now, are you gonna stay in your old land, or are you gonna go into your new land? With a new life,
2: yeah.
4: with a new understanding, yeah. with a new revelation. Yeah with new power, new authority. That's what you get. Because think about this. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And I I thank you, Apostle. (laughs) When we was in that old man, think about the power that we had over there. only power that we had over there was to keep on doing what we thought was right. But if you come over to the kingdom of God, Think about the power and authority that you get because you say you're made in his image and his likeness. He said you will have the power that I have. You can decree a thing in his name and it shall be established. You can do that over there in a the sinful nature. You can speak to the mountain and it shall be removed. You can call those things to be not as though they are. This is the power you get for being in the new life. But how can I receive this? What are we going to do if you believe? Then you have to say, I will, will. and I rest my case.
1: Thank you, Lord.
0: Y'all come on, give it up. Pastor Glenn. I told you that we are going to hit you guys hard, amen? And that was awesome word on both men of God all. Truly a blessing. Amen. Just to hear what God is saying to his people. Amen. Amen. Two awesome dynamics.